Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Castor. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Wednesday edition of Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor. Glad to have Chad Chambers back producing for us. 869-1240 is the number to call if you want to get in touch with the program. Uh, It is a big week for maybe news for the Chiefs off the field. Yesterday, we learned that the Chiefs restructured Travis Kelsey's current contract, freed up about $3.5 million in cap space. Uh, You got about... What do we have, Tommy? A um, couple of weeks in, in teams. Is that what the trade deadline is, I think? So we're, we're running out of time here. So Jason and Travis Kelsey do this podcast, which I didn't know they were doing that. I, I saw the clip online. It was looks like it's probably a fantastic uh, listen, by the way. The Kelsey football family is as you know good as there is right now. Um, but basically, Travis Kelsey was like, yeah, they called and said, do I want the money now to free up some space? And, of course, that's an easy answer. Um, and then his brother Jason speculated uh, pretty comically on whether or not that would be for OBJ. And Travis was like, well, I want that to happen, but I haven't heard anything. And then so Jason just keeps prodding it a little bit. Look, I, 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 I hear this, see this, read this, whatever you want to say, Tommy. And I think probably there is some truth to it in that. Why, why Why? does Travis Kelsey, who is team guy, you know, very smart and um, chief-centric, why would he even why would he even go down that road? If they, they, there's, they, They've got to at least have been talking about the possibility to do this. And, by the way, if it doesn't cost you any draft capital and it's just cash, it does make a lot of sense. We, we kind of hinted at it yesterday, but this makes me think there may be something to it. Well, come on. The whole reason that Travis Kelsey accepted this was because he gets the money up front. Why wouldn't you agree to this? Like you're converting your salary to, um, you know, a signing bonus essentially, and you're getting that money right away. So that, I mean, that's 
ultimately well, that the, part of the number easy. one yeah. the number one right. reason why he's saying yeah like let's go ahead and make this happen uh you'd be stupid not to but sure if you're travis kelsey uh you're probably thinking hey if they need to free up this space i wonder what they're gonna do and if i can throw in my two cents and tell them they should go out and they should sign Odell Beckham Jr., then by golly, that's what we're going to do. Um, and that, that could very well be the case. I, I do I do suspect that I, I don't want to shut down the idea that they're, they did this to try to go out and get somebody, whether it was by a trade or a free agent signing. I don't want to shut that down. But also the Chiefs were so close to the cap and needed to free up some space just to operate. I mentioned it yesterday. If you sign a practice squad player to an active roster, if somebody gets hurt, you've got to pay them. And they didn't have any money. They had like $200,000 in cap room. That's all they had. And so, you know, even just to operate moving forward, they needed to do something. And this was the way to do that. But I think, I think both things can be true, right? Like you can have money to yes. operate, but you can also have a little bit more space to go out and make something happen. They make the move to go make something happen. Whether they do make something happen is another thing entirely. You know, they may not be able to go find what they want for the price they want it at. Um, but they don't, they don't, this is pretty significant money that they've moved around here. And yeah, Travis Kelsey, it's a no brainer. Just give me the money now. I mean, any of us would do that, right? What if your boss came and said, hey, I want to give you your full year's salary up front. You cool with that? No, 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 no. I don't want the money now. Nobody would do that. Of course, no-brainer for Kelsey. Um, I, I, do, I think that they're going to try a variety of things. Whether they prioritize OBJ, I suppose, is the question that this poses and the interesting piece of it. You know, maybe that's what Travis Kelsey wants, but that's not what the Chiefs want. It, it's just a, I, I don't, I'm not sure. And and I've, and to be fair, I've never listened to this podcast or whatever. I think it's a podcast. I've never consumed whatever this media is between Travis and Jason Kelsey. So I don't know how serious it needs to be taken based on that. But I just don't think Travis Kelsey's the kind of guy to stir the pot, right? You know, unnecessarily. He He's, he's a, He's smarter than that. If he's just having fun with his brother, that's one thing. But, you know, if they're trying to – if he's trying to publicly, which I think is maybe more likely, get the buzz and the momentum to get OBJ excited about it, which is where where I think this may be directed if you're Travis Kelsey. Like, hey, OBJ, like we're going to put this out into the universe. You really should come here. Because he knows OBJ could provide them what they so desperately need. Um, he could, he's older, you never know, but he, he, I, I think he fared well before the injury last year with the Rams. He really bailed them out, uh, when Robert Woods got hurt. So I think there's a decent possibility. The other thing about OBJ right now is he doesn't cost you any draft capital, which, you know, draft capital may not mean things to the Rams, for instance, that's fine. But now when you've invested everything into the right now and the right now is not working so well, you know, it does cause a little unease for the future of the Rams. Like what if, what if, you know, how, how do you fix an offensive line when you don't have any draft picks, right? So I think the Chiefs are not going to take that path that we've seen some teams take to go all in for right now. We've seen Denver do it recently, whatever. Uh, we've seen the Raiders do it. The Chiefs don't want to do that, or they would have brought back Tyreek Hill. They don't want to do that. They want to extend this Patrick Mahomes window 
for as long as they can. And so adding a guy like Beckham that only costs you money, there's a lot of appeal to that. Now, there are other great players out there, too, that could help them. But if you're trading for him, you got to give up something, right? You got to. There has to be something involved in that. I don't. I, I highly doubt there are many NFL teams with you know with the salary cap and the revenue that are like, oh, we just need to dump. A, we just need to offload a contract here. And there, that will certainly happen because it gives them some flexibility in the off season. But the Chiefs aren't in any position, I don't think, to take on any of those kinds of players anyway. So if you don't have to give up anything except money to go get OBJ. That feels like a pretty good dart throw if you can't find a defender that you like and that you can afford. You know what I mean? Like It seems like an almost no-risk move if the Chiefs end up going that direction with OBJ. I'll tell you right now, the only wide receiver that I would be okay with the Chiefs bringing on would be Odell Beckham Jr. And, and, and simply to your point about giving up draft picks, um, I like DJ Moore. I like him a lot. Chiefs are going to have to give up something to get him. I'm not okay with right. that. Uh, you know, I, I don't want, I've, I've, I've seen other names, other wide receiver names on, on the trading block, potentially none of whom I want Kenny Galladay. No chase Claypool. No, I don't want any of these guys. Number one, because I don't think they're necessarily needed. And number two, I don't want to give up the, what it would take to get them and bring them to Kansas city. If you're going to give up anything, if you're going to give up even a, I don't know, a, a, a third or fourth or fifth round draft pick. The only positions that I would be okay with giving up a couple of draft picks if you have to, would like we talked about it yesterday, would be on the defensive side of the ball. I do not want Kansas City to give up any kind of draft picks for any skill player on the offensive side of the ball. So if Odell Beckham Jr. only costs you money, that would be the only wide receiver that I would be okay with Brett Beach going out and getting. For that reason only. And the other thing, to be fair, going back to the, the podcast with the Kelsey brothers, Jason did bring it up. Like Travis didn't bring it up. Totally. Jason did. Totally. And said, what do you think about OBJ? You know, it wasn't like, hey, Travis was like, hey, I'm going to try to, you know, drop this in. Jason brought it up and Travis answered honestly. Like, and what is he going to say? Like, no, I don't want right. Odell. No, of course he's going to want Odell Beckham Jr. on his team. Anybody would uh, for the kind of dynamic wide receiver that he is and for the, the stage that he is in his career. So, that makes sense to me, um, but no other wide receiver that you would have to give up draft picks for, I, I would be okay with. Well, it depends. So on on the draft pick thing, and and I agree. Try, I, I think that this is intentional from Travis Kelsey, only in the sense of like, hey Odell, like pay attention. We would love to have you here. Um, but if if the draft pick, let's let's take a guy like DJ Moore, who I, I think is a really good player. Look, if you gave up a third to get DJ Moore, but it didn't hit the concern there for him to me is more financial than it is um, in draft pick compensation because the reality is for the Chiefs, if if the wide receiver position, and remember, Juju's on a one-year deal. MBS is probably, he's probably a one-year kind of player. Like they don't have, they, they've got to solve that room through the draft anyway, right? So, if it takes a third to get DJ Moore, but you've solved the bigger issue in the wide receiver room long term, I, I think that I'm fine with that. The problem with some of the players that might be entertained here is their price tag. And and how does it, you know, and again, like navigating the, the salary cap is perhaps Brett Veach's greatest skill as a GM. Um, he does it 
masterfully. And and it and it takes a lot of buy-in from the players to be able to do that, and he has that, so certainly that helps. But he's done that really well. But the reality is, if you know, let, let's think about next year, Tommy. I mean, do you see a wide receiver room that looks anything like the one we're seeing right now next year for the Chiefs? Because I think the answer to that would be no. I, I think it depends upon. I think it depends upon the the way the next couple of months play out. Like if you can get production consistently from MVS or Juju, I don't think both of them. There's not a chance in my mind that both of them return next year. Um, I think the chances and, are better that neither of them return. Than but I think even one of them, one of them could. Returns. I think one of them could if you get some consistent production over the next month or so. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, and then I, I can't believe I'm the one bringing up Sky Moore and you're the one that's not. But uh, you you get him some more targets. Uh, that I think that you could. De- I mean, obviously he's going to be developed and, and he's somebody that the he's Chiefs, a part of the future. I, I look, I think exactly. he's a part of the future either way. Exactly. Um, but Odell's he, not going to sign anything longer than a one year deal either. Well, no, they better not sign him to anything longer right. than a one year deal. Uh, MVS, by the way. So he is. Um, let me see. He's got only guaranteed money this year. He's on a three-year deal. He would cost them, trying to look here, he would have a cap number and a cap hit, I think. So he may be back because of the contract he's on. But again... And I'm okay with that. I, I, I yeah, I'm fine I'm with okay it with too. That. But he's not. But he is what he is, right? Like we're not going to. Marquez Valdez Scantling is not all of a sudden at 28 years old going to become something that he's never been. You know, in years in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, and now with Patrick Mahomes, like the, it, it's uh, to me, it, it's not. It, it makes no sense to think like all of a sudden he's going to become this big time 80 catch a year receiver. Now, I mean, why hasn't, you know what I mean? So, but that doesn't mean he can't be a meaningful part. That's not what I'm saying either. What I'm saying is, like, they don't have whatever it's going to be right now. And I think it's unlikely, unless we see Sky Moore take that kind of a step, which is within, it's within the realm of possibility. It just, it probably, they're going to need to add more to that look, room moving forward. Look, look it, I think that, this is something that I need to to change in my mind. I think Chiefs fans in general probably need to adjust their thinking. Um, I, the, the days of Kansas City having an A-plus wide receiver in their room, it's probably done. That's hard to find in the NFL. Like, there's only a handful of them. Not every team has them. Kansas City has, a, a you know, several B receivers, several of them. Uh, and I think that more than likely that's probably going to continue. Um, it, you know, Tyreek Hill is an A plus Cooper cup is an A plus Justin Jefferson is an A plus Steph Diggs is an A plus. There's not a lot of them. Not every team has them and Kansas city doesn't that, but that's okay. I mean, it, it's all right. As long as you adjust your expectations of these wide receivers a little bit and realize, okay, See, and this I is something that we, I... we, we talked about it before that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to find a different guy every week. And I think it's okay. Keep in mind, you've got an A plus tight end. And so I think it's okay to have a room full of B receivers on your team. I I think that we're being generous with B 
receivers. Um, and that's that's I, I okay. I can concede there. What I don't agree with, though, I think that is the the richest the wide receiver position has ever been in the NFL. Wide receivers stir the drink right now. Um, I, I, guys that I would consider like top end elite level receivers. And I'm just looking at a random list here that I've pulled up just, just, you know, for, for whatever you want to call it. Tyree kill. Yes. Debo Samuel. Yes. Jamar chase. Yes. Devonte Adams. Yes. CD lamb, Mike Evans, Pittman, DK Metcalf. Amon Ross St. Brown looks like he's that right now. Um, you know, there are, there are a lot of really good receivers and, and I don't, I'm not sure. And I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to pile on necessarily. I'm not sure that you'd put anybody in the Chiefs room right now inside the top. I mean, I wouldn't put him inside the top 30, essentially. I'm not sure I would put him inside the top 50. Um, But they're collectively all right in that range. So however we want to grade that, that's fine. I do think there's a ton of receiver talent. And I think there's consistently receiver talent coming out so if you want to spend a first round pick on a receiver now more than ever i'm totally fine with that but i think there is some merit to if you can find a guy and we use dj Moore's example all the time because the panthers stink but of a of a top level talent that maybe you don't have to spend a first round pick on because he's in that situation but you have to spend money on that's hard for me to evaluate because understanding the NFL salary cap is like a master class in geometry or, or not geometry but like algebra trying to trying to fit those pieces together that that's why to me OBJ does make some sense because his is like basic arithmetic right he cost you this much this year period and you don't have to worry about anything else that's why he makes sense to me that doesn't mean the other things aren't good ideas but I'll I gotta kind of leave that to Brett Veach. I don't, you know, the, the, figuring the cap is a, is so hard to do. Um, this is really interesting, though, that they did this with Kelsey. We can continue your thoughts. Eight six nine twelve forty is the number to call. We'll touch on uh, the Major League Baseball playoffs and Game One yesterday, and then we get uh, going in full swing tonight. Lots coming up here in as we head down the home stretch of a Wednesday edition. Sports Daily continues after this. You gotta hear this. Go ahead. I think I want to hear this. Sports Daily is on KFH. back everybody sports daily uh want to continue a little bit because i think we're into a pretty interesting discussion for the chiefs here and potential moves to make evaluating the future versus the present um I, you know i think tommy the present whether it exists currently on the roster or not whether it's what's already there and maybe development from sky more whatever it is the future is a little uncertain I do think there are more talented receivers coming out every single year than ever before. I mean, we mentioned the A-plus guys that are there now, but, you know, there are a bunch of young ones coming up. You've seen Alec Pierce find success this year, Romeo Dobbs, 
you know, uh, George Pickens. There are a bunch of them right now, even of the rookies coming up that we think are talented young guys, right? So if the Chiefs just choose to attack it that way, the way they did with Sky Moore and hope those guys hit, that's certainly a way you can go. And quite frankly, it's a way that a lot of teams have gone to some success. Um, Or you go the other way. The other way to me right now, it's sort of where do you think you're going to have the biggest needs? Odell Beckham Jr. helps you this year, but not in the future. You go make a move for a younger guy that's in a bad situation. And again, we just use DJ Moore as the example because we know the Panthers stink. That helps you now and in the future, but it's going to cost you now and in the future. When I look at it, it's, it's, you know, they went attack the draft this year defensively, which I absolutely agreed with. I thought spending a relatively early pick on a wide receiver and attacking the draft defensively was the way to go. It's exactly what they did. They did it with Sky Moore and then a bunch of other defensive players. I kind of think that's the way they're going to need to go next year, too. So I think they're fine either way. I think the moral of this story is they have different ways to attack it. The future, I think, is a little bit more wide open and that they have a variety of options. The present is where it gets a little a little bit more interesting and why I think the OBJ move could make some sense is because it could help them right now but not do anything to the future. Like it wouldn't impact what they need to do next year at all, but it prevents them from going to potentially acquiring a defensive player. So they have a ton of options here. And that evaluation on how to do it is going to be fascinating because you do have to look at the now and the future with every move you make with the Chiefs because they've got so much money tied up in Patrick Mahomes now. I don't have any issue at all right now. Like if if the Chiefs decide that they want to stand pat at the trade deadline and not trade for any wide receiver and not sign Odell Beckham Jr., I think this team with the, the current wide receivers that they have right now can make a deep playoff run. And, and they're still a Super Bowl team. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that you don't make any moves. You don't go out and trade for a wide receiver and OBJ goes somewhere else. I'm okay with that. I can sleep at night with that. Um, now in the future. Yes. After this season, you've got to kind of, I don't want to say you have to go back to the drawing board. If you're Brett Beach, but you have to reevaluate the talent in that room and what, where do you want to go long-term and do you want to try to accomplish it through the draft with one of these um, high profile, talented uh, high ceiling wide receivers out of the draft? Okay, cool. That's fine. Um, As long as you feel comfortable with your other positions, I am okay with, taking a, a another another swing at an early round draft pick for a wide receiver. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Um, because yes, you are correct when you mentioned that there are a lot of young wide receivers that have broken out this season and they look great and they look like uh, they could be stars long-term in the NFL. Uh, so I'm okay with that. Um, that being said, if you have other pressing needs, and you want to accomplish that via the draft, which typically that's what Brett Beach does is tries to accomplish, uh, accomplish filling a need with a young draft pick. We saw that on the offensive line with Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith as examples. 
trying to fill those needs with draft picks, then I, I don't think you can necessarily spend an early round draft pick on a wide receiver. So I think you have to assess where the team yeah. is as a whole before you do that. Well, that's why I think it will be interesting if they could attack receiver now because then they don't have to later, right? Like, let's say, again, DJ Moore. And I, and, I, and we would have to evaluate that. I like DJ Moore, the player. I don't know if I like his price tag. I, I, I don't know that. Um, but as a player, if you told me the wide receiver room next year was built around DJ Moore, MVS, um, and Sky Moore, and then I can't recall what the contract to McCall Hardman is, I, I'm on board with that wide receiver room, and I don't think they need to do a thing in the draft. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, there is some value in that. In that, if you do that, you can attack everything else in the draft. Um, I, I think that the, I think that that could be a good move if it made sense financially, and that's the piece of it that's really hard for me to sit here and say, oh, yeah, that's a savvy business decision because the salary cap is it's impossible, man, to try and figure out what that means and how they can maneuver it, and they've done a really good job, and what money could be moved around for what player to free up the space to do all these things. I don't know that part of it. But if you're just telling me trading for a receiver now means they can keep all their high draft capital for defensive players next year, I'm fine with that. I, I could get on board with that completely. If you're telling me you go add a good defensive player now that can help you now and in the future – that and and you may need to attack receiver in the draft again next year. I'm also fine with that. If you tell me just go get Odell Beckham Jr. for right now and we'll figure out the future down the road. I think I'm probably okay with that too. The interesting part of this is they created some money. And I just don't think that was by accident. They're going to do something here and I think they have a lot of good options. How they but there's power no guarantee rank those that options? There's no guarantee that what they're doing, if they make a move, there's no guarantee that it's for wide receiver. You and I have both agreed oh, that they have no. bigger. That, that's bigger not even the highest priority right now. Yeah, totally. For this year, yes, because I, I think in the here and now, you have you you have to assume that they made the move to help themselves right now. The Chiefs aren't in a position. Uh, what are we going into week seven where they're trying to make moves that you know really impact next year? No, that's what the sellers are doing. The buyers are trying to win a Super Bowl. And if the Chiefs are trying to win a Super Bowl, they have bigger needs than receiver. Although I think receiver is something that needs to get better, I think that it can get better enough that if they're playing good defense, they'll be fine. I would absolutely prioritize defense, and I think that they probably will too. But finding a pass rusher out on the open market, if, if, you, if you're saying what, what is the most attainable, right, between pass rusher, cornerback and wide receiver well wide receiver is the most attainable because you got obj sitting there so that's the easiest one to do right pass rushers probably the most difficult and i'd say corners in the middle pass rushers are the hardest thing to find in the nfl outside of a quarterback dominant pass rushers are this you know the second most valuable thing for a reason right behind a quarterback it's because it's I mean, you can easily make the case that it's the second most important position. Those guys are, are hard to find. So if they can find one, heck yeah. I just, I'm not sure they can. So apparently there is a rumor deal or was a rumor deal for DJ Moore to be traded to the Ravens and the Panthers would have received a second and third round pick plus either a sixth or seventh round pick hmm. or a veteran player. Um which I think with that's his far price too much. Tag, 
yeah, with his price, I think he's a good enough player to do it, but I think for the for what he could cost you against the cap for the Chiefs, that wouldn't make sense. Um, and, and I don't know. I think the Panthers would have taken that deal if it was offered to them. I, I don't think, I don't know why they wouldn't take that deal, free up the money. I mean, DJ Moore's not helping them right now, and it's hard to imagine he'll help them next year, right? Until they solve quarterback, DJ Moore's not, it's the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. Like right now, those are great players that they just can't do anything with because they, they have nothing at quarterback. So if somebody offered you a second and a third, I would be stunned if that offer was made and they didn't take it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And I, I think that, like I said before, if the decision is made that Brett Veach decides that he wants to stand pat on this year and roll with the guys that he's got, I think I'm okay with that. Like that that's you listed all these different situations about, okay, do they go out, you know, if they sign OBJ for this year and and try to figure out the the draft later and try to figure out the future of the wide receiver room later. Okay, like all these different scenarios. The one scenario you didn't mention was if they just do nothing. Like if literally this if this move right. to free up cap space was for just just for them to operate, you know, for the next several weeks with practice squad and that sort of thing. Or they just um, don't get anything done, right? Like they just can't get, right. they can't make a move happen. I think I'm okay with that. Like I, I, and, and that I, I'll tell you, that is the luxury of the Kansas city chiefs right now is that, yeah, they can go out and they can bolster a wide receiver room. They could potentially go and trade for, you know, some help on the pass rush or cornerback or whatever on the defensive side, or they could do nothing. And you're, you're still probably okay. Yeah, because they're going to get healthier, and I agree. And and we have to bake in some development for Sky Moore because I think we're seeing improvement. They're just not trusting him yet for whatever reason. But, you know, the things he's doing is fine. I'm with you on that. I totally agree. Um, but I think they will do something. I, I do think they'll do something. And the other thing about wide receiver with the Chiefs, and, and the Tyree kill thing made things interesting a little bit later than normal, but in a full offseason— the Chiefs will always have the advantage to every free agent wide receiver they talk to of saying, I mean, yeah, you can come play with Patrick Mahomes. And that that means something to a lot of guys. We saw Allen Robinson sign with the Rams. Like, how how much do you—and it hasn't worked out, but going back, like, how much do you think those guys that have been stuck behind bad quarterbacks their entire careers would just sit there and say, just whatever, just put me with a good quarterback for the love of God. I mean, the Chiefs will have that advantage— in free agency with receiver as well. Uh, okay, this will be in a story that will follow here for the next couple weeks until a move is made or not made, but kind of going down to the deadline. We're going to come back. We'll talk a little Major League Baseball. Um, you get the full slate of NBA tonight. Last night you had, you know, two teams flex a little bit, the two teams from the finals a year ago. Sports Daily rolls on a Wednesday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time to get back to the sports talk. All right, let's do this thing. Go! Sports Daily is on KFH. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. A little Major League Baseball Championship Series action tonight. Two games. Gotta love it, right? Get a little day baseball mixed in there uh, with a little evening baseball. Phillies take game one over the Padres last night. New Darvish, a couple home runs. Well-pitched game, as we would expect, between Zach Wheeler and you uh, Darvish. Tonight, it's Aaron Nola and Blake Snell. Um, and then in the nightcap, you get Jamison Tyon and Justin Verlander. The Astros, the heaviest favorite on the slate today. Um, how how ready for this? these, I guess I should say, championship series are you, Tommy? I'm very ready. And I think that uh, watching... Kyle Schwarber hit an absolute moonshot last night. That I mean, that's a Good pretty easy Lord. way. That's a pretty easy way to get into it. Um, of course, Bryce Harper followed it up with a, a home run as well for the Phillies. But I said it at the top of the show. The Phillies look like uh, the world champions, in, in my opinion. And they won 87 games. And they, they're playing outstanding baseball right mm-hmm. now. Uh, the pitching is great. The offense is coming through when they need it to. And, you know, the Padres, that was a great story. That was fun, fun to watch. I mean, it's hard to not be all in on Philly right now, just with the way that they're playing baseball. Yeah, I I agree. And I'm rooting hard for the Padres here, like real hard. I want them to win very badly. Um, 
but they've got a they've got a tough hill. Now, I will say losing to Zach Wheeler is understandable, like the way he's going right now. Nola's also been really good. This is going to be a really interesting series because those games, those guys will each get to pitch two games. I mean, the Phillies could only win the games that those two guys pitch and they'll win the series. So the Padres are going to have to beat one of them at least one time if they want to win this series. So that does make it interesting. I think the Padres have more depth in their rotation, but the depth may not matter in a seven-game series when each of those guys can throw two games. That's that's why the Phillies are so dangerous right now. I agree with you uh, in that regard. Yankees-Astros is a pretty interesting series. Um, you've got two teams that just go bombs away playing in two parks that are conducive to guys going bombs away, right? Like they they had a ton of home runs and both of these ballparks are home run friendly, hitter friendly ballparks. Verlander goes tonight. He wasn't good uh, the last time we saw him. Tyon goes tonight. I don't think the Yankees have a ton of confidence in him. I don't know what to make of that series, except I really wish both of them could lose. (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't know. I know you hate the Astros and for good reason. Hate, right? like I, hate. I, yeah. I understand. I understand why everybody hates them. I'm, I'm kind of over it at this point. Like I don't want the Astros to win necessarily, but I don't hate them either. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to dislike Dusty Baker. Um, so no, I don't know. Not. I, I, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a Yankees hater and I always have been, I'm not cheering for the Astros. I'll tell you what. I'm not cheering for either team. I'm all in on whoever the National League representative is. Whoever that is, that's fine with me. But the Yankees same. win, okay, whatever. Astros win, okay, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I'm rooting for whoever wins. I, I totally agree. Whoever wins the National do you think League, that, I can get on board with the Phillies. Do you think that there's a chance that the Yankees will... I don't know. We'll have some kind of hangover, you know, that grueling ALDS against Cleveland. And, you know, they, they, um, they play the game no. yesterday. They turn around. They have to play tonight uh, against Houston. Is that a chance? I don't think so, because these guys are wired, man. Like, they're, no, I, I doubt it. I'll say I doubt it, um, because you really worry about that for Tyon, and the starting pitcher didn't have anything to do with that anyway. I mean, Verlander's either going to be on and amazing or not, and that will probably indicate what happens in this first game pretty clearly right like this is yeah to me it feels like what you know how whatever Verlander does will just because if he's good the Yankees aren't gonna win this game but if he's vulnerable as he was last time he was out there then yeah they could absolutely win this game I don't think it'll have as much to do with the Yankees I guess is what I'm trying to say as so as it will yeah. with what Verlander is there so let me ask you this what do you think is more likely the Yankees suffering some kind of hangover with the grueling ALDS in their rearview mirror or the Astros not playing a game since Saturday. Again, I, I think it I think this game is so dependent on Verlander that I, I don't think that's going to impact him. So not neither. I, I really don't I don't know that that's going to be much of a factor for either team. I mean, the lineups are so good. We say good with the Yankees. They have, I believe I said, like, I don't even think as a team they're hitting 200 in this postseason. But they can all, you know, both teams can beat you with a home run, which I think could come at any point. It'll be Verlander. Verlander's great. Astros win this game, and and we move on with our lives. But if he doesn't, boy, we could have a shootout tonight in Houston. Um, Anyway, Major League Baseball playoffs. I think we got two interesting series. 
Uh, we're still trying to figure out a way for both teams in the ALCS to lose. But, you know, whether that happens or not, we'll just root against them in the World Series. Uh, we'll come back. We'll wrap it up on this Wednesday edition of Sports Daily next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.